Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Welcome to the Easy Aging Show. So I am recording this in July and I was thinking that there might be a lot of folks going on summer vacations and visiting their families. I thought this may be the perfect topic for the summer and that topic is the five love languages. So today I'm going to explain to you what they are and how they can improve your relationships and then I'll leave you with a link so you can take a quiz to figure out what your top love languages are and then you can have your loved ones take it so you will know what their top love languages are. So let's talk a little bit about what these love languages are all about. They all stemmed from a book that Gary Chapman wrote in 1992 titled The Five Love Languages. It was originally written for couples, but then he expanded it. And it feels like now you can use it for just about any type of relationship in your life, whether you're single or widowed or a single parent. It can even help you better understand roommates and your colleagues at work. The love languages are five different ways to express and receive love. These five love languages will improve your relationships simply through understanding. Understanding what makes people feel loved, valued, and appreciated is going to improve communication, and you're going to start communicating at a higher level. And we all know communication is key to all good relationships. So let's take a look at each of these love languages in no particular order. Number one, words of affirmation. That's pretty self-explanatory. It's hearing all the good, yummy, delicious things that people feel about you or think about you. <laughs> hearing words like, I love you, or getting unsolicited compliments truly make you feel loved. These types of words refresh you and lift your spirits like nothing else can. You thrive on hearing encouraging, kind words from the people you love. Number two, gifts. Gifts doesn't necessarily mean lavish, expensive gifts. If this is your love language, you thrive on the thoughtfulness and the effort and the love behind the gift. Receiving a gift means the world to you, whether it's for a specific occasion or it's a surprise. It shows you that you're cared for and you're known and you are loved by the giver. Number three, physical touch. This used to be one of my top two love languages, but it's changed over the years. So if you're wondering if love languages can change, the answer is apparently yes. <laughs> yes, they can change depending on where you are at a particular point in your life. If this is your love language, it means you are obviously a touchy person. You love hugs. I mean, well, let me clarify. Y'all, I love hugs, but you really, really love hugs and thoughtful touches on the shoulder or the sweet little pats on the back. More than likely, you really enjoy holding hands or walking arm in arm with your partner. For you, touch is packed, full of meaning. Physical touch communicates safety, warmth, and love to you. Number four, acts of service. If you get a thrill when someone makes your life easier, this is probably one of your top love languages. Whether your loved one takes a task off your plate when you're busy or brings you hot tea when you're sick, 
or for me, drives you to your colonoscopy or helps you take down your curtain rods when you're about to move. This is a public shout out to my friend, Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. These acts of service made me feel so valued and so loved because this is one of my top two love languages. Now, here's another great example of this. This past weekend, my brother and sister-in-law came in for a visit. They immediately jumped in and helped me do a few things around the house. My sister-in-law helped me hang a picture with those, I don't know, those Velcro-like command strips. I mean, she, she had used them before and she knew exactly what she was doing. And I was over here. I had no idea. I was pretty clueless about how to use these things properly. So she jumped in there and kind of took charge of that situation. <laughs> <laughs> my brother made sure I had plenty of security by putting additional locks on the house and just checking the outside lights at night to make sure that whole perimeter was well lit. When they left, I was nearly in tears because my heart felt so full. I felt so loved. These are little things. These are the real life things that are small but can mean so much if this is one of your top love languages. Now this brings us to the last one, which is number five, quality time. The activities for quality time can range greatly, but here's the foundational piece of it. Quality time is when you have someone's full, undivided attention. I'll say it again because you may have a loved one who thrives on quality time, but they're not feeling fully loved by you and you don't even know it. I mean, honestly, they may not even know why they feel that way themselves. That's why taking the quiz could add some extraordinary value to your relationships. So let me say this one more time. Quality time is having someone's full, undivided attention. This is what makes that person feel fully loved, respected, and cared for. It's when someone looks you in the eye as you're talking. They're not interrupting you. They're just taking in what you are saying. It could also mean being thoughtful enough to put away the phone when you're eating a meal together. Quality time is pretty much any time a loved one is actively listening and being fully present when they're with you. To be clear, enjoying quality time with someone doesn't have to be this big, grandiose thing. This is my top love language. And let me tell you, I love, 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 love just hanging out with the people who mean the most to me. For example, I get such a thrill when my friend Hillary, who is one of my favorite people in the entire world, texts me and here's what her text says. Hey, I need to return a dress at Dillard's. Want to come along? And then I'm going, ee, and I get so excited. And I will literally drop whatever I'm doing just so I get to hang out with her. Now, our time together can be anything from going to Dillard's to looking for socks at Target to wandering around half price books or whatever. The activity is irrelevant, but the spending time together refreshes me and makes me feel loved and valued because when I am with her, she is always fully present and giving me her full attention. And that is what quality time is all about. Now, if she wasn't doing that, I wouldn't get nearly as excited about being with her, right? Now, I also want to give you a couple of more examples to explain quality time because this is a little more nebulous than the first four love languages I just told you about. People who have quality time as a top love language feel extremely hurt if they're with you and you're constantly glancing at your phone or your smartwatch, or you keep looking around the restaurant as you're having lunch, or you're distracted by the television. When you do these things that don't give this person your full attention, you're sending a very clear message that you're not listening and you're not fully present. And you may be thinking, well, hey, what are you complaining about? I was there. Friend, being physically there and being fully present are two completely different things. 
So just show it up. Doesn't get you the gold star this time if you're dealing with someone who has quality time as a top love language. Knowing your love language and the love languages of others means you can improve your relationships. They'll just get better and better and better because you'll know how to make them feel loved and valued and cherished, and they'll know how to do the same for you. So to take a quiz to learn what your top love language is, go to fivelovelanguages.com and it's the numeral five. At the top of that page, pick quizzes, then select the what's your love language quiz. And if you didn't catch all of that, I'm going to be leaving you a link in the show notes. So to recap, the love languages are five different ways to express and receive love. And we all have individual ways we want and need to receive love. Understanding how people feel and where they're coming from is going to simply improve communication and communication is the key to all great relationships. The five love languages are words of affirmation, gifts, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. So that's it for today. Be sure you pick up your free copy of How to Reclaim Your Energy and Kick Midlife Blues to the Curb. Just go to theeasyagingshow.com and grab it right now. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.